Well, um, our musicians uh, started this idea of play on your porch. And uh, some people have a porch, some people have a yard, a driveway, some people have a studio. And uh, so they, the, at first it was where whatever random space anyone wanted and that continues. Um, then the cello section said, let's, let's do something fun. Let's take the piece of music and divide it up into sections. Usually we play as a section. Uh, in this case, the section is going to make a tribute gift to the community by each playing um, their own part of it. And then we seem, we, we, put, we wove it together. And so it is um, presented as a piece of music, um, the, the beautiful piece of music as it is. It's a, it's a great opportunity to showcase our fantastically gifted musicians. You hear the cello section most of the time um, as a whole. And, and they, they pride themselves on being a fantastic section, uh, and they are. And, um, and yet, uh, we do a lot of individual work with them in the community and, and have for many, many years. Many of them play chamber music. And so um, this is an opportunity to hear each one of them line for line uh, and exposed and in their homes. And um, it's really, it's, it's quite special. Hello, everyone. My name is Wei Yu. I'm the principal cello of the DSO. And this is our little one, his name is David Yu. He is, he is six and a half months old. Um, now these days, as you can see, we hunker down in our home, spend a lot of family time together. I, I often play cello for him, and that brought us a lot of great meaning of music together. I enjoy every moment of it. <laughs> President and CEO of the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. We're talking to her today about how the orchestra has been and is and is planning to respond to the coronavirus crisis. Have you been in touch with uh, your incoming music director, Maestro Yadar Binyamini? Yes. Uh, so Yadar went to Canada uh, right at, at the thick of it with 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 Italy's crisis and. Um, uh, he he had got uh, he and his family all came to uh, to Toronto where he was about to work with the orchestra there as well as the um, the opera company and was going to have a residency. We were going to travel to see him um, several times. Uh, he was going to come down and we were going to enjoy the proximity. Um, unfortunately, uh, that didn't happen, but we have enjoyed the proximity of online communications. And so um, we often see him cooking at home with his family. We see the results of that. He has sent uh, messages to our orchestra, to our board, to our staff, which we've communicated online. Um, he's, uh, yeah, he's, and, and of course we talk uh, and, and just check in with one another. He's uh, so concerned for Detroit, um, just as he was for his homeland, Italy, and, uh, and, and sees the, the real devastation that this virus can cause. And so um, his heart is with all of us, and he can't wait to be with us again whenever that's safe to do so. Um, but in the meantime, we're staying very close. Hello, everyone. 
join us for a special watch party of Giacomo Puccini's opera Turandot. This was the first time I ever conducted the Detroit Symphony Orchestra and it was such a special time. As you might know, I had the big honor to conduct this piece instead of Maestro Slatkin, so I was very excited about this important opportunity. I felt a great responsibility, but also a great joy. Fortunately, I had conducted Turandot a few months earlier in Italy, and having the opportunity to do it again with such a good orchestra seemed like a dream. This is an incredible opera. It's a masterpiece and it's Puccini's final testament. The world premiere was conducted by Arturo Toscanini at Teatro La Scala in 1926 without the Alfano's finale to respect Puccini's death. In Detroit, we made the Alfano's finale because, in my opinion, it's correct and respectful for the story, the singers and the audience. maybe some of the other conversations you might be having with your counterparts at other music presenting organizations or cultural organizations around Detroit or around Michigan? Yeah, interesting, um, good question, actually, because I remember thinking um, that night we were making this decision to send people home. I wonder what anyone else is doing <laughs> and um, how should we act as a sector together? And I called Wayne Brown and um, soon I was talking with Patricia Meridian at the Henry Ford. Wayne, of course, is at Michigan Opera Theater. Mich and Wayne had a, an enormous program um, that he was about to launch. I, of course, I was on the phone with Matthew Van Beesen from uh, University Musical Society, and his chorus was part of our Carmina uh, production. So we were all in conversation about what was the right thing to do, um, how to do that, and um, how to communicate um, consistent messaging to um, not only our sector, our patrons, but to our employees. And of course, everybody's situation is different. Um, and uh, at the end of the day, we all have to create strategies for our own family and business and institutions um, relative to the financial path forward, uh, but relative to our, our, our uh, approach to patrons and audiences, we're, we're staying very close. It's a very scary time. Uh, when you are responsible for so many uh, human beings, as well as an important mission. You've made a lot available online, so many performances from Orchestra Hall from this past season and recent season. So at least uh, we can virtually experience concerts with the DSO. We've had fun with that because our musicians um, are always on stage when we're web streaming our concerts. And so they have not had the opportunity to engage the way they are now doing. Um, they're introducing the concerts, they're uh, answering questions um, in chat spaces, uh, calling attention to things. Uh, it's, it's really fun for them and as well as us. 
and, and fun for our community to get to know the personalities of our individual musicians um, as, they, as they engage in this way. So we have these watch parties. It gives a sense of community um, when you all listen and watch the same concert at the same time. I've had people contact me and say, oh, the Shostakovich last weekend, wasn't that amazing? And then you start to talk about it. And that's part of the live experience right, of going to a concert with someone is that you can talk about what you heard and how it made you feel and what you observed. So I think having these watch parties creates that sense of community. But having said that, you as a listener can watch years of our performances, whatever is your favorite thing to watch, whatever your mood is looking for. And that's the beauty of replay being free to everyone right now. Um, that had been something that we offered as a kind of a membership um, opportunity, but now it's made available to everyone all over the world and everyone all over the world is taking advantage of it because we need music in our lives. We just, we do. And I know when I come, when I get up in the morning, I turn on the radio and uh, I love to hear music and curated by someone else. That's really fun. So allowing the DSO to curate music for you um, by going to our website and, and uh, playing a concert from, from recently or from years ago. And as, as one of our closest partners at WRCJ and at Detroit Public Television, I just have to tell you personally, we, we've missed you so much these past weeks and hope that you'll be back not too long from now in, in Orchestra Hall and throughout the neighborhoods and around Michigan. Well, Peter, um, WRCJ being in our backyard has been, um, uh, again, a great blessing for all of us to be able to share artists and conversations and for you to be in our hall uh, broadcasting our concerts so regularly. So we thank you for everything you've done and continue to do to keep people connected and to spread the word about the great things that are going on um, with all the arts and culture organizations in town. That's part of your mission, we know, and we really appreciate that. And we we will be back together sooner than anybody thinks, um, one way or the other. In the meantime, we're learning how to feel that connection through the, the digital space in a way that I think people will um, hold on to probably for the rest of their lives. So that's a good thing. Ann Parsons is president and CEO of the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. And best of health to you and yours. Good luck and thanks so much. And to you, Peter. Thank you so much.